Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Kurt Everson here from the SDBA office in Pierre with legislative highlights from the seventh week of the 2020 legislative session. I'm going to start off talking about Senate Bill 133, a measure to allow government reserves to be invested in certificates of deposit or time deposits in banks outside of South Dakota. As previously discussed, another measure, Senate Joint Resolution 502, proposed to amend South Dakota's Constitution to allow units of local government, counties, cities, and school districts and the like, to send up to 20% of their cash reserves to the state treasurer for deposit into a pooled local government investment fund. Those funds would be transferred to the South Dakota Investment Council for investment in a diverse portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, etc. This proposal, sponsored by Senator Jeff Partridge from Rapid City, was tabled in favor of a Hog House amendment to Senate Bill 133. As approved by a vote of 7 to 1 in Senate Appropriations Committee on Tuesday and the full Senate by a vote of 34 to 1 on Thursday, Senate Bill 133, in its new form, expands the list of allowable investments for any government funds not needed for current operating expenses. Added to the list of permitted investments under Senate Bill 133 would be certificates of deposit or time deposits issued by any bank, trust company, or national banking association organized under the laws of any state or of the United States of America and insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. So I've provided a link in my written report to Senate Bill 133 uh, as passed by the full Senate. You can find that on the Legislative Research Council's website. Members of the SDBA Board and Legislative Committee discussed the Joint Resolution 502 when they met on February 12th in Pierre, and, and we decided at that time to take no position on the proposed constitutional amendment. The proposal embodied in Senate Bill 133 was not discussed because it didn't exist at that time. In fact, the language of SB 133 was first released about 24 hours prior to the Senate Appropriations Committee hearing, which took place at 8 a.m. this past Wednesday morning. I sent the new language to SDBA board members on Tuesday evening, asking if they felt SDBA should raise concerns about that measure. By way of background, SDBA opposed legislation introduced in 2017 to allow counties to shop their deposits statewide. We lost that battle by overwhelming margins in both houses. That said, I did raise industry concerns during the committee hearing on SB 133. I suggested that it is sound public policy to keep local government government reserves in local banks as a source of funding for loans to local residents and Main Street businesses. I also asserted that local governments those counties, cities, and K-12 schools, received the lion's share, uh, actually 73%, of the franchise tax paid by community and commercial banks in South Dakota. In FY 2019, the most recent year I have available, that 
local share of bank franchise tax amounted to $36 million that was contributed to local treasuries. Members of the SDBA Board of Directors convened by conference call earlier this afternoon to review the current status of SB 133. Board members reaffirmed SDBA's opposition to 133, directing me to ask bankers to contact members of the House Committee on Appropriations to express industry concerns about shopping government reserves outside the state of South Dakota. Members of that committee and contacts for them can also be found in my written uh, report this week, but I'll just go through the members quickly. The chairman of the committee is Representative Chris Carr from Sioux Falls. The vice chair is Representative Gene Hunoff from Yankton. Other committee members include Representatives Hugh Bartles from Watertown, Randy Gross from Elkton, Taffy Howard from Rapid City, Lance Koth from Mitchell, Sue Peterson from Sioux Falls, Doug Post from Volga, and Representative Michael Saba from Hartford. So an official hearing date and time hasn't yet been set for SB 133, but will likely occur either next Tuesday or Wednesday, March 3rd or 4th. So that's it for SB 133. Moving on, to a couple of bills uh, that the SDBA sponsored, HB 1126 and HB 1127, they both deal with real estate evaluations. And those bills would allow appraisers and real estate brokers to prepare evaluations of real property in South Dakota. As expected, these two measures breezed through hearings in the Senate Taxation Committee on Monday morning, receiving unanimous support. The committee elected to place both bills on the Senate consent calendar, where they were approved on Tuesday afternoon. Next stop will be the governor's desk. I just want to take this uh, chance to publicly thank Representative Roger Chase from Huron for serving as the prime sponsor of both, the, both these pro-banking and pro-consumer bills. Senate Bill 104 is a bill that would limit entitlement to mechanics liens. As stated previously in other reports, this bill was introduced in response to a contractual dispute over the quality of work uh, involved between a prime contractor and a subcontractor involved in a road grading project on a rural road in Meade County. Multiple landowners adjoining the project found themselves subject to mechanics liens placed against their property by the subcontractor. As amended and passed by the Senate Commerce Committee on Tuesday, an owner of real property upon which a county highway or road has been constructed, improved, maintained, or repaired is not liable for the cost of the project and no mechanics lien may be attached unless the real property owner agreed in writing up front to pay all or a portion of the cost of the project. Senate Bill 104, as amended, passed the full Senate on Thursday by a vote of 29 to 6. So that's it for my report for this week's. Uh, as always, if you have any questions or concerns, please give me a shout. Have a great weekend, everyone.